0: welcome to the latest episode of the online warriors podcast i am illegal 86 and on behalf of the online warriors podcast myself the nerd bomber herself tactic himself happy holidays merry christmas if that's your thing happy hanukkah if it's your thing it's december so that's what life is for us now Have you guys transitioned your
1: commute music over to Christmas music? If you listen to music, I know some of you are weirdos and you listen to, you know, podcasts. No,
2: it's it's not Christmas season just yet. It's Spotify wrapped season first and then Christmas
0: for me. Oh, okay. So that's fair. I have made the trend. First of all, when you were talking about weird podcast people, was that directed at me?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know you don't listen to music on your drive in. But also, I feel like a lot of people listen to podcasts on their commute. So we appreciate you listening to us.
0: Yeah, no. uh, And also, for for Spotify Wrapped, I meant to mention this. Thank you, Technic, for reminding me. You know what my number one podcast listened to was? Was it us? It was the Online Workers Podcast. Yes. Yes.
2: I solid I, show
0: i don't know like it, it feels weird it feels like i don't want to say self-serving because it's not but like i had a stretch in particular during the summer when i would mow the lawn i would be like i'm gonna i'm gonna listen to how how funny or not funny we were and i did that a lot i find us like, hilarious like, if
2: i'm being completely honest like i literally cackle sometimes
0: i i combed the backlog i dug deep yeah it's my number one
2: hey so spotify usually gives you a label what what did it refer to you as me personally okay i was sad boy pop which is very strange because i didn't have a lot of oh, pop man. it was more like and it was boi so I, there's something to unpack there i just don't want to get into it i guess oh i, I don't see... remember
1: that i remember like my personality thing
2: yes Try
1: mine
0: to... was like oh man it looks like i didn't take a picture of it i think i mean my, i know my like personality thing was adventurer but i think like everybody's was i haven't seen anything else besides adventure were either of you not the adventurer?
1: i was not the adventurer. let me
0: really testing us here,
1: I was the early adopter recall. so that was you've got your finger on the pulse of new music always seeking the next hot thing if a song is trending you're on to it
0: yeah so you were on the you're on the you're on the cutting edge I was it was all movie scores. Like, that, my entire Spotify rap was dominated by movie scores. Because, like, podcasts are just, like, one section of it where they're, like, here's podcasts, and then there's, like, the music. It's, like, you wanted to treat your life like it was a movie the entirety of your year. And I was, like, I was in the top 0.1% of Nicholas Breitel listeners. I don't even know if that's how you pronounce his name, by the way, but he's the guy who did the Succession soundtrack, which is really good, by the way, which is not interesting. Like, everyone's going around talking about their Spotify rap, and I'm just, like, I'm a weird person. And I can't, I can't really engage with this.
1: You got to just let your weird flag. No, I messed that up. Your flag flag fly. fly. No, no.
0: Actually, I prefer weird flag. (laughs) I, I let my weird flag fly in a big way all the time. But I yeah, to answer your initial question, I have transitioned to Christmas music, and it's it's a special time of year for me because it's one of the few times of year I think because Christmas music is so ingrained in my brain from like childhood and like I'm like, from a big Christmas family as weird as that sounds it's like a big deal to our family so like it's very ingrained into me around this time of year so like those lyrics I'm not like the reason I don't listen to music with lyrics in them is because I can't focus or think when I when I hear lyrics but Christmas lyrics I just know them so innately that. It doesn't have the same effect, so I can listen to music with words in it this time of year. I still often don't, for what it's worth. Like the Nutcracker Suite is my go-to Christmas thing, which again is all just like classical music. But I have transitioned to like Leslie Odom Jr. has a couple Christmas albums that are very like soothing, and I'm into that right now.
1: What are your thoughts on Mariah? So, okay, are you a hater or do you do you jam to it? Because I jam to it. I'm not a hater.
0: I jam to it the first couple of times. And then I'd be I, but I, I don't transition to hate after that I transition to like indifference at a certain point you understand as a human being living in society in 2022 that every year you're going to be assaulted with that song about six million thousand times and you just there's a period of acceptance that I, I think I've I've grown comfortable with but it's a great jam. All right, there's no denying and I'll hear it again hundred more times before the year's over.
2: So I just want to correct myself, by the way. I was sad boy hype moody. That's what I started the day with. Then I seized the day with angst powerful moody. And then I ended the day with pumpkin spice cheerful peppy so i don't know what's going on with me (laughs) hearing that i
0: would question its authenticity if you hadn't dropped screenshots in our chat just now pumpkin spice cheerful what does that even mean that's me that's just me in a nutshell i i suppose it is
2: i i I think it's synonymous though think about it you're going to the workday sad boy moody you're at the (laughs) workday angsty moody you're at home cheerful (laughs) peppy
0: yeah but why pumpkin spice Uh, the pump everything else i understand everything else tracks perfectly the pumpkin spice part like what in terms of genre of music i don't even know what that taylor swift is that
2: what it is i think the swifty took over my evening because someone was with me yeah but i gesture. didn't
1: use i didn't use your account i used my own account which is why that you know of no i do know all of the think smart about devices Car rides there were none
0: think about how it. how often are you guys driving around yeah what <laughs> i was just going on late night pleasure cruises listening to taylor swift <laughs> well look it's pop, pop on your favorite christmas music but not right now because you're listening to the online warriors podcast we have a great show lined up for you this was the week of movie trailers and i, I wanted to like we, we have three that we're going to discuss in in some detail which i'll get to but there were a couple other ones that we are leaving on the cutting room floor super mario brothers there was another trailer that came out it still looks bad that's like i, I, don't, know. See, I don't know i don't know what else needs to be I thought, thought about it, it pretty but pretty good it looks better but it still looks bad that's my that's my honest take
1: i think we agree to disagree on that one i think chris pratt voice still sounds bad but the rest of it looked pretty good i liked how they drew from all the different ips but we're not talking about that right now
0: i think anya taylor joy can bring it and in particular she can bring joy uh she she could bring it It sounds like maybe we should have talked about that one but we're not going to in addition to that the last of us released a full trailer not just a sneak peek Oh, and i can't even again we're we're skipping that one because i can't even describe like i would be literally yeah i it's guys that show is very important to me i think i said that the last time we talked about it but like it looks so they're just stacking perfect on top of perfect every time we see anything about that show so uh yeah i don't think we need to discuss it because I, I think we're all gonna watch it i'm gonna watch it day one it comes out january 15th i got that date tattooed on my body at this point Did you take off, so i uh, can't wait for that is i might take off from work I too knows I haven't even checked it might be like a Sunday isn't that what isn't that what HBO typically does shout out to HBO it is a Sunday so you know curl up with a nice glass of something and watch some zombies we are talking about three other trailers not mentioned which we'll get to some pretty big IPs well, two two pretty big IPs, and uh, I don't even know how to describe the other one. That's we'll correct. Get to
2: it, the, the exact reaction that you just had is 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 spot on.
0: Yeah. So let's. You know what? Why don't we Why don't we get that one out of the way? Because <laughs> it, tonally, it's completely different. So I'm talking about Cocaine Bear, okay? And, and
1: I love this. So one of the reasons this is in
0: here. What is the genre? Is, uh, cocaine well, Bear
1: is the genre. Oh, okay.
0: Fantastic. So Nerd Bomber. It's not often I see her this emphatic about like we need to discuss this on the next episode but this was a must discuss item uh from her i actually so you you the context is you told me that and i was like sure that's fine i I had heard tell of the cocaine bear movie i did not watch the trailer until today the day that we're re- recording this and it's very yeah. it was it's un it's unhinged right and it, yeah exactly. like like you said the, the genre isn't even clear um, I, I think I love it. I think I I love the idea of it. Right. I think in a world where everything is so focused on becoming a franchise, everything is so focused on taking itself uber seriously, or filling this like family friendly quasi comedy like marvel kind of hole this is being like not any of those things right it's being like kind of irreverent making fun of itself at all times a lot of interesting people in it and not just like famous people but also like scott seiss i don't do you do you guys did you guys recognize or do you know scott seiss hopefully i'm pronouncing that one no right i don't know i've never heard is. his name. he's the guy he was the first he's the paramedic guy first guy in the trailer who opens the door Oh, okay and he looks bear.
1: familiar i don't know who he is though
0: he's the guy what i know him from is i think it was during the pandemic he like hit big with like these TikToks of where he pretended to be an ikea worker and like said a bunch of ikea stuff do you remember this Oh, His yeah. mustache is iconic. That's like how you recognize. So just think about that and go watch some of those TikToks and then go watch the trailer again and just rejoice that this is probably a career move for him and I'm very happy for him. Yeah, I don't... I, turn it over to Nurbomber. I mean, you, you... I assume you have some things to say about this and you seem very excited yeah so so,
1: first of all one of the things that kind of blew my mind because i was watching this and my first instinct was like oh this gives me vibes like this is just kind of like a weird spoofy like indie weird film kind of like the winnie the pooh horror movie but then i noticed that it's like universal pictures and it's either produced or directed by elizabeth banks and
0: but that's it's cultivated like like they want you to feel that way yeah it's by design which is cool
1: there's relatively big actors like carrie russell is in it jesse tyler ferguson is that how he's got three names i might have done it in the wrong order okay (laughs) The guy from Modern Family, the little girl from that Apple TV show uh, Home Before Dark. There's Ray Liotta, like relatively big name actors who you wouldn't necessarily expect to be in a movie like this that is like so campy and violent. But yet they are, and then it's based on a true story. So like you know, this isn't going to be franchised. and like I'm sure the I true story. And I'll tell you why. I well, I'm sure in real life though, like it is based on a bear who found cocaine, and I think it like died. It had a heart attack, which is tragic and sad. Going
2: on a rampage,
1: but
0: like, and, but but you're thinking like LSD fox or like there's Mar- marijuana monkey. Yes, that's exactly. I think it should be cocaine
2: bear. There should be beer pig. And the reason why I say beer pig is because (laughs) pigs are famous for getting drunk on fermented things and even drinking beer, like like getting a hold of beer cans. So beer pig. And then like probably I do like your take on marijuana monkey. I'm like 99% sure I've seen a monkey smoking a joint. And so like probably in the hangover. This this is this is the Avengers. This is <laughs> this is the Avengers right here. Guys. Oh, it's an It's Prepare yeah, yourself.
0: It's a, a team up movie. I, oh I like my goodness. Just
2: it. ugh. see this is franchisable.
1: I don't want this to be franchised. And I think that's what's so refreshing about this is it is that like you mentioned before, a very irreverent kind of like Off kilter movie that is just original. We haven't had something like this in a while. The last thing I can even remember that sort of had vibes like this is like Guns Akimbo in terms of like ridiculousness on screen in a trailer. Pineapple
2: Express is another one. It's
1: not the same type of movie though. Like I don't know. Pineapple
2: I- Express is
0: a, is a genre movie. Yeah, it's it's a spe- specifically a toner, a stoner comedy. Whereas
2: this is like I'm trying to set the stage for Marijuana Monkey.
0: Oh, I see. I see. we we, we don't know what this is. Is is kind of the point. But I, and I, you also mentioned Ray Liotta, who like you know no disrespect to Ray Liotta's memory but I think it is the funniest thing in the world that his last this is his last movie his last mo- he went on on, a, on the highest possible note cocaine bear is his last movie that, that's like I, I do wonder I always think about these things from the perspective of the actors because like you said they got a lot of big names but like if I was an actor I would want to be doing this you can just kind of show up and throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks the I- pressure is probably super low i love that you're you having fun up
2: guns akimbo because to what illegal saying here and what daniel radcliffe does have fun in your career and give us this zany waney content
1: i mean it is like they probably just show up and like there's a script but you know anything can happen it's a movie about a cocaine bear do what you want have fun you know i get exactly what you're saying he probably had a right. blast making this movie not if to put po- like, thoughts and words like, in his mouth but like i can't imagine he didn't have a blast making this movie
2: who do you think plays the bear can i play i'd
0: play
1: the bear i think it's just a cgi I mean, bear
0: C- C- cgi plays the bear yeah it would have been great if they would got like an animatronic bear though or, like a person inside a bear suit that would been pretty good maybe for the sequel yeah the, uh, what if is it bud
1: light or Bat blue has the bear costume people who go around to bars and hand out cans just have that guy
0: i've not heard of this really that's no that's like ribs like grill marketing
1: i think so yeah i don't know i've like seen the, a labat blue maybe it's but like I don't know, one of those beer brands has a bear. A person dressed up in a bear costume, and they go around with a cooler to a bar, and they'll just hand out cans of beer.
0: I guess if it was gorilla marketing, they'd be wearing a gorilla suit.
1: But um. Tss. All right.
0: Well, Cocaine Bear, like you said, Elizabeth Banks, I believe, is directing this movie, which is also interesting. Director and producer coming out February 24th, 2023, uh, Valentine's Day. Honey, let's wait 10 days after Valentine's Day and go see, co- go see Cocaine Bear. I mean, also, it's one, I'll be there. it's one hour 31 minutes, which perfect is great time. perfect time. Yeah. Perfect.
1: See, like this is just this is one of those movies where I feel like we're all kind of in like a Hollywood rut. And this is just one of those movies that feels fresh original it's in its own little niche and i don't know it's just it's neat and it's short and it's great
2: way to go elizabeth banks forming the new avengers
1: i mean elizabeth banks has a pretty decent production and directing resume and i don't think i've ever seen something that she's worked on that i've been like oh that was not good
0: she was involved in pitch perfect yes Mm -hmm. i mean she acted in it but i think she also like producer or something on it
1: there's like a handful of movies that you wouldn't necessarily even like know was her but it is
0: you gave me a great segue with the phrase hollywood rut into the next trailer i want to talk about it's guardians 3 okay my campaign against marvel continues and this week i have a lot of ammunition because i don't know have you guys heard about what they've been saying about phase five and six they're like
1: isn't stuff like delayed and stuff now
0: they're pumping the brakes because phase four is turning into a bit of a crap show like it's i don't want to say it's a disaster that's too strong of phrasing but like it's not going great so they're like we need to rethink this and i'm like finally (laughs) like I, i i wonder i don't know what the financials look like for marvel right now phase four does not seem to be doing that great i haven't heard any besides spider-man again spider-man was flash in the pan amazing made up a, a billion dollars which they probably they promptly used then to like you know I, like they've had some successes with the disney plus shows but i feel like so much of marvel right now is white noise and guess what guardians of the galaxy volume three looks like more of the same white noise that i you can't make me care about it like like th- there's this Taylor has good moments okay i think this the drax character and dave batista are a perfect marriage i think he is consistently funny with the character the line about let's kill some people we'll kill only a few people and then only kill one guy who nobody likes like that was funny i laughed at that line we, we
2: literally yeah. said he is the funniest character at that point like easily fantastic. the best character yes
0: peter quill i could give a rat's patootie about at this point pretty much any other character i could give
2: now you i feel like i'm not even supposed to like even groups I don't know kind if of I... played out in my opinion
0: yeah that'll happen when the character says three words
2: i i, I just I, I don't know
0: like it, it's i don't know i don't want to like poo poo this too much but it's just like I, I don't know exit stage left like it just doesn't seem it's not enticing me anymore well, the way that this first and the second one did
1: i feel like this is and maybe i'm just getting the wrong vibes from this trailer but this is feeling like it's setting it up to be the end of the guardians of the galaxy like this is going to be the final one for sure and i mean sure. obviously too just because james gunn is no longer going to be working on marvel stuff because he's going to be heading up dc and i think without him you can't really do a good guardians movie I just don't think you can. He sets the tone for these movies and if someone else were to try to take it over, I don't think it would play well. That said, there were a few parts of this though that I think if they lean into specific aspects of Guardians... It could be successful. So one of the things, like playing the video game, which I know neither of you guys have played yet, which you should because it was a really good game. One of the things that I really liked was the backstories of the other characters who aren't Peter Quill, and it seemed like they might be doing that with Rocket Raccoon a little bit. Like you see him as like a baby raccoon for a split second, and then there's a, an, a really cute otter thing that shows up. Well, and I want to see he's gonna
0: die that's my he's gonna he's going to die i feel like they're heavily telegraphing
2: that
1: but like i want to see like what will make me care about this movie is not just more stuff that happened in like thor like the last thor movie it just felt like it was just a lot of action and not a lot of character development and i want to see character development because i think that's what made some of the earlier marvel movies more successful and i think now they're just throwing stuff at the wall and trying to make us care about too many characters and not giving them enough screen time. And I think you have characters that are partially developed, take it home in this one and then just close out the series.
0: Well, so the other thing kind of tying into that point, like watching this trailer, I, you know, look, I have clearly made the conscious choice to exit the Marvel ecosystem, at least temporarily. But the problem is, if you exit it temporarily, you lose. Like I saw Gamora and I was like, oh, that's Gamora. To me, she is dead they do not seem to be playing up any sort of reveal like her being alive is a big reveal in this movie which means i missed it and so i'm just it just kind of turns into this like whatever thing that like makes me care even less uh, about this and i i understand that it's my fault but like it's i don't also i don't kind of their fault because they're if if i'm gonna have to watch every single thing if i miss one thing i'm gonna see a character who's supposed to be dead like no, I'm, I, I'm out. Sorry. Like, you can't just, you can't expect that much from me as a viewer. That's my problem here.
2: So the way know. that I think this movie can be salvaged, well, the way I thought it could be salvaged was the way they do Adam Warlock, because we know he's going to be in this. And I just can't stand how bad of it just looks like a spray tan, like an orange spray tan. I, and I and I try not, to, I try to look beyond the the way that they made the characters look and I focus on the story. But this just looks so bad like there's other key features that they could have focused on that make you know it's adam warlock other than his skin color there's versions of him where he's like more human skinned but the key thing across the across all versions is the the little gem on his head which they have and his white eyes just throw white contacts in his eyes and i think it would have looked more like a not human thing with a spray tan and looked more like what Adam Warlock is—is is this like perfect being? And I just—I don't—I think for me it's going to be a struggle to get beyond what that looks like.
0: Yeah, I—I I, I like Will Poulter, I believe that's his name, but I have like—I don't know—I—I I, I have no real opinion on that because I don't have the comic background that you have, nor do I have any connection to the character yet. So like for me, it's kind of whatever.
2: But I just—I don't know. Like, do you want to see a guy running around with a spray tan?
0: Not so much. No, I I just, I think there are ways that this movie could have enticed me back, but that didn't, that didn't happen here. They're like, they seem to be trying to take the Guardians in a bit of a heavier direction. Like I said, I do think Rocket is going to die. That's what, I don't know. That's what they want you to think from this trailer, I think. I feel like that is the wrong direction. Like, I just don't think anyone should, like...
1: I think that's going to be a head fake. I think they're laying it on a little bit too heavy. I think it's going to be a head fake.
0: I think uh, no one should die in Guardians of the Galaxy. Like... But then how do you end
1: it? How do you stop making these movies?
0: Various other ways. They go their separate ways in some different way other than them dying like i just it's just like it shouldn't be guardians of the galaxy should not be peter quill screaming and crying watching someone die that's not i don't don't think that's totally correct maybe i don't know i would be okay with that i guess i just like i don't i don't feel any particular way about it which i feel like makes me just yeah again i just don't care i don't like, I'm, like, I'm not I'm sh-
1: as apathetic. I thought it looked pretty like, decent, but I also feel like they just need to wrap this up. It, I think this is, though, the most fun offshoot of the MCU at the moment. And knowing that Agreed. James Gunn is leaving the helm after this, like I just they have to wrap it up because I feel like they'll just end up killing it. I, I
0: think everyone's on the same page in that regard. I don't think they'll go beyond this. And
2: we all know that they're going to have a new fun kind of thing that they can work on, right? We We know Deadpool is going to be introduced so why not just why not just wrap it up i couldn't agree with you guys more on, on that
0: i mean eventually they're going to need to reduce the number of characters rather than expand it right <laughs> this is a prime opportunity to do so i feel like whether or not they will actually do that who really knows do we know anything about the antagonist by the way mostly asking tactic the art comic expert i we see him i don't know who he is will provide any sort of context on that or, or what
2: i think in this one there's two villains it's going to be adam warlock and the high evolutionary and we saw that at, I think it was San Diego Comic-Con where they had introduced him and he was being kind of a pompous jerk playing into his character. And so that's...
0: High yeah. evolutionary was my, was my nickname in high school, by the way. Yeah, the, he,
2: he was he was pivotal in the development of Adam Warlock, i.e. a perfect being. You know, he si- sorts out these higher beings. He thinks he's superior to everyone. He's augmented himself to be better than everyone else. And so that's why those are going to be sort of the two villains in this movie.
0: Thicker Groot, Why? why did they want why didn't they make him long and spindly like the first group i like that group maybe i just don't like change i think I he's know. just
2: evolving he's... i think every show he's evolving they're trying different versions of him this is probably like a beefy adolescent group
0: i like the uh him having like six arms all holding guns that was pretty cool it was, it was you
2: know so see there are good things but overall i'm not enthused of this trailer i think we need to either see more content that's that's enthralling or, or that'll get me excited but yeah it's pittering out yeah
0: it's uh they're gonna. I mean, they're gonna get Give us more before it comes out certainly but it's gonna be a ways off i would think may 5th 2023 so we'll get one more trailer at least before this but uh yeah so wait they fly away at the beginning of Thor of Love and Thunder when when did they get Gamora back is that in the holiday special
2: no that's in this Gamora came back after the Infinity War there was like she was flashed that that she came back from another dimension remember it was like a spoiler at the or like a sneak peek at the end so this is an alternate reality or dimension Gamora not the one that died the one that died still dead very dead couldn't be more dead oh Different.
0: right she did come back yeah. Oh my gosh, I feel like a moron. It's a different dimension Gamora.
2: Did you just call yourself a Gamoron?
0: No, but I should have. That would have been funny. All right, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3, May 5th, 2023. Let us know what you thought. At Online Warriors, one is our main show account on Twitter. We also have at owlegal Six, that's me, at OWTactic, and our 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 second main show account, at OWNerdBomber. You're our second main show account. How does that make you feel? Good.
1: I mean, honored to be here.
0: Also, I want to take this moment to be annoyed with everyone, all of our listeners. Can I do that? Oh,
1: I thought you were going to be annoyed with us. I was like, what do we do?
0: No, no, no. No, you guys are fine, although you probably also voted in this poll. Remember that poll I said I was going to put up of like, does stuffing go in the turkey? Mm -hmm. people said it doesn't
1: what i never saw what the final results were but that is puzzling to me i
0: don't remember what the final results were but i'm pretty sure they were somewhat definitive and the the answer was stuffing should not go in the turkey then why do you call it stuffing anyways they call it trim i'll tell you who actually i'm pretty sure we talked about this and he he calls it dressing steven calls it dressing so i guess i'm mad at steven too i'm not that mad i've gotten over it here's to you steven steven is a producer on our show he is a subscriber to us on patreon at the night level the highest of our three levels and as a result he gets this weekly shout out as a producer he gets input into the weekly game segment of course monthly access to the secret segment and vlog and the occasional guest spot and he was just with us last week right (laughs) last week or two time flies when you're having fun if you want to be like steven which you do uh, you can subscribe on the night level there's also a squire level which is our second highest level which gets you access to the monthly secret segment and vlog and there is also a page level which gets you access to the monthly monthly secret segment in november our monthly secret segment involved the christmas movie bracket we broke down what the best christmas movies were it was a good one uh, so if you, if you want to hear that and any other secret segment you can head over to patreon.com slash online warriors podcast get the details there help us keep this thing rolling hang out with Stephen. hang out with us patreon.com slash online warriors podcast we're gonna take a short break now shout out a sponsor or something another podcast who knows and we will come back to talk about. Indiana Jones 5.
1: I'm Ryan Fonzi. This is
2: Cameron Hagee. My
1: name is Tony Giggles.
2: And we're three dudes who love The Legend of Zelda and love talking about The Legend of Zelda. And if you are a Zelda fan as much as we are, then come on down and listen to your heart's content. We have a podcast that we'd like to share with you. It's called A for No, B for Yes. We cover the Legend of Zelda series, different games chapter by chapter, and we have all kinds of theories about what we see and what we've experienced in the game.
1: Do you go through Wikipedia and look up stuff based on the things you see in the game to create theories to how it could link to other things in the world that we actually live in and not the Zelda one that was the one that was created by the people that are in the world that we actually live in right now? Because if you don't, then you should watch this because we do
2: did you guys get all that? If not, oh, you didn't. Okay. So we are A for no, people for... All
0: right, I'll stop. Indiana Jones 5, also known as Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Now, right off the bat, I like the title the title in fact might be the thing i like the most about it there
1: is something that i was very excited about and we can get into it more but i just i have to lay this out here so for the entire trailer there is this young woman right she's giving like sly knowing glances to indiana jones and in my head i'm like yeah
0: phoebe waller bridge that's who it
1: is okay well in my head i'm like harrison ford is old and i you know i'm not ageist Uh, but he cannot bag that i was like what like in what world in what world i was getting an enraged the longer that this went on. And then in, I don't like think he the has final any intent
0: of bagging. No. It. Yeah. Well then in the
1: final like 30 seconds, he reveals that she's his goddaughter. And I was like audibly, I was like, oh thank God that they're not going to go the I route where he's like this old out. man who can still get the hot chick. Not that not that old man can't get the hot chick, but like That's my goal. How old is Harrison Ford now? Like he's not Look,
0: look, if any old man can get a hot chick, it's probably Harrison Ford. Can we just
1: I mean, okay, like, fair, detective. but like come on.
0: I'm not saying he should I'm saying he could. I was just glad they didn't.
1: Yeah, I'm glad they didn't go with that trope. I was like getting myself all hyped up internally. I was like, "Oh, they're gonna do this. They're gonna just give him the hot young chick, even though he's like 80. This is gonna be terrible. I'm gonna hate this." And then they didn't, and it was a nice surprise.
0: This is okay. This is very hard for me because (laughs) he's
1: laughing at
0: me. I love Indiana Jones so much. It's one of my favorite franchise. In particular, the first three. I love. I love The Last Crusade. I love it so much. He's too old. He's too old. Yeah, like it, his stunts you are unbelievable. I understand that you can't, you can't, ma- like separate the idea of Indiana Jones from, from from the character, but also from the actor Harrison Ford. And as a result, you have to let it die. You don't have a choice. You have to do that. Did anyone? You can't spin it off. They thought about doing it with Shia LaBeouf. That definitely to- they toyed with that idea in the fourth movie. It didn't pan out. At that point, you have to let it die—a vaguely graceful death—and they apparently are not willing to do that. On the other hand, on the other hand, I think this movie could be really good. I think it would be better if he was fifteen years younger. <laughs> He's not. Like, if, for, let me let me put it this way: if this movie had come out in place of Crystal Skull, I think it would have been gangbusters. Because at that time... I think he was like 65 he could still kind of do it you know he could
2: still get it too you know what i mean he, he could probably pull he could pull
0: i don't know i don't know if that's if that's the case but like I, i'm sorry i just like i can't and you know for what it's worth people who are thinking like oh disney forced him no he this is like his favorite character he loves doing this he probably wanted to do this you know it's not them forcing him into it but i think it's a little bit on him too i think you have to you have to let this die
2: but here's the thing we we say he he loves doing this but was he really doing this and what i mean by that did anyone notice that it looked like bad cgi at moments where he was doing well stuff?
0: he's well yeah this, the horse stuff is all definitely that's not him like it looked uh, it didn't look good at all no it looked quite bad i will we also should take a second to talk about de-aging i think it's like it's an interesting time for humanity something else that you came could tell out, it was
2: like a deep fake
0: it was worse than a deep fake like, deep, I've seen deep fakes and I'm like, wow, this was not at that level. Uh, it was it was like vaguely impressive. Don't get me wrong. But it's like it's still like uncanny valley kind of weird. And like it gives me hope that computers aren't totally going to take over the entire everything that they can't they can't make that look more convincing. <laughs> I man, it's just like it it's I'm so torn again because like it had everything. The trailer had everything I want. An Indiana Jones movie, to have the problem was the man driving the bus is eighty years old.
2: If the scenes we saw were more flashbacky and it isn't him, you know, doing all these stuff, it's more him coordinating with someone else. I think it has a redeemable quality, but I think that's a stretch from what we saw in the trailer. It's difficult. Like,
0: okay, let me put it, put it this way: I put it to you in the form of question. If they announced right after this one came out, if they announced, all right, Indiana Jones six boy i don't know name an actor ryan gosling is the new indiana jones what is your interest level no thanks Get
2: behind that oh
0: well. wow completely mixed
2: i don't like it doesn't have to be r&d right i would
0: it's i would give it a chance but indiana like jones.
1: hear me out hear me out make okay. a new franchise
0: it's okay but it's hard like like, like i yeah, agreed i would love that they kind of tried with uncharted they did it wrong but they tried
1: i mean uncharted's getting a sequel and i think it did fairly well so like I don't know. Come up with a the new character. S- There's so many, like, treasure hunter characters Just give him, like, like, a
2: kid. Blank Jones.
0: You can't... This is going to be as a, maybe a silly argument, but I feel strongly about it. Uh, this, the theme song. I'm not willing to let the theme song die. You can't kill the franchise. You can't... You, you can't make a franchise a new franchise that's going to be as compelling because the theme song is not going to be as good i'm i'll take your silence as no rebuttal to that point cuz i don't i it's like i but i don't who's to also say don't th-
1: there is some me. composer out there right now who would like to challenge you that they can come up with a compelling theme that's obviously not going to be the indiana jones theme because it should be for a new franchise but i'm sure they can come up with a treasure hunter type theme that would knock your socks off and you've there already is a listened composer, to it it's on your spotify
0: i would love it if they did that's i've that i would love that hasn't happened yet i don't know i don't want to see like i don't I, I, like to be clear i don't think that's a reason to keep this franchise going with an 80 year old person but i want his son to crop up like that they were Definitely trying to do that. They picked the wrong person to do it with Shia LaBeouf. I don't know, but he was like a. I mean, he was like any sense.
2: He was swooning. People left and right. He's got to have like seventeen kids all over in this universe.
0: Yeah, there's probably a young Henry Jones out there. Cast an actor. Like, I, I I think that might be the way to do this, but for whatever reason, they're not willing to, is, I guess, what it seems like.
2: Maybe because it would tarnish his image of being, like, just, like, a good explorer bad father.
0: <laughs> he is, like... For, if, for what it's worth we don't need to get into like this aspect of it if only because it's like really skeevy but like if you delve into the actual like plot and thematic detail of raiders of the lost ark the implication is that he like when he was a ta he was like hooking up and potentially bumping uglies with his professor's daughter who was like probably pretty young like he he sleeps around that is, that is like a there's, like, plot bot, plot
2: basis for that data point. So sleazy isn't a stretch of the imagination?
0: No. But
1: like No. That was a thing back in the day. Like, nobody thought twice about that.
2: It doesn't mean it was a
0: good they, thing. No, they, it doesn't I mean, mean it
1: was a good thing, but, like, nobody thought twice about that.
0: I mean, again, Raiders of the Lost Ark is 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 proof of that. And also, like, the trappings of it is proof of how powerful those trappings are because, like, you guys probably didn't think twice about that until I just said it, right? And most people probably didn't. Like, it, it's it's... It's a weird thing. But at that point being, he probably has slept around quite a bit. There's probably a lot of Henry Joneses out there or Henrietta Joneses. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I I just I want this to be better than it's going to be. To be clear, I will be seeing this. This will I will probably go. I'll probably see this in theaters. If only just I want I want to see Harrison Ford punch a Nazi one more time. Call me call me old-fashioned. but like that's it just it seems like a good time. but he's too old. He can still bust out a one liner here and there, but that's not enough. like like I think the fourth one, look, the fourth one had a lot of issues. Everybody knows that. The fridge scene, you know, defa- well, spoilers, but at this point, if you haven't seen, it, you're not gonna it, see it. aliens, like it was just weird okay no one's arguing that i think they did some good things in terms of easter egging and also kind of leaning into the fact that he's over the hill like they did i think they did a good job with that where like he was still punching folks and like swinging around but also he was like he had lost a step and they baked that into the plot in a reasonable way he was 65 or something at the time when he's 80 you can't really do that anymore there's no way to laugh it off he's too old I hate to keep repeating that point, but it's still true. Are you guys going to see this? Like probably in the not theaters in
2: theaters, back? no. But but definitely on television or not television? Oh, I sound too old. Uh, Sign <laughs> <not> up for cable. <laughs> oh, <it's laughs> get the cable back. Yeah, I'm gonna get the dish up, and uh, and I'll watch. Yeah,
0: it. yeah. I don't know. Like I, I think I would probably see it in theaters. If it, also, play, if it's like Disney Plus, Disney owns them now, right? Yeah, Disney owns. But but it's not on Disney Plus. The Indiana Joneses aren't on Disney Plus. They're not. it's like a weird group no weird i believe they're on i believe they're on paramount plus actually so it's a weird gray i I think paramount was like the original studio it doesn't matter it's like a gray area but i am curious wherever it winds up i might do it that way
1: you know, now that we have a trailer for the movie, I don't know if you guys remember, but like back in the day, probably like a year or two ago at E3, remember there was like a clip of an Indiana Jones video game? What happened to that? Yeah. And like will it come I... out around the same time as the movie? Like is it just like underground until the movie's about to drop and it's like suppress, here's Indiana Jones video game.
0: Let's do some let's do some live research uh indiana jones video game october 28th 2022 new indiana jones video game everything we know so far from tech radar indy is back in this new indiana jones game genius all right okay, we don't That's all we know so we far. don't know <laughs> we know nothing <laughs> we, what is this is so funny like some of these bullet points what is it a new standalone indiana jones game when can i play it tbc but unlikely tbc what does that mean to be continued That's <laughs> not <laughs> they meant tbd uh but unlikely anytime soon where can i play it on tbc again xbox and pc platforms look likely
1: maybe to so be confirmed
0: we, we, yeah i suppose we don't know anything is what it sounds like which is unfortunate i would love another indiana jones game i played one i never finished it it was really hard i was really young i believe it was called indiana jones and the infernal machine so if you're, if you're looking to see how old i am you can go google that one indiana jones and the dial of destiny which again, I still like the title. The Dial of Destiny sounds kind of corny, but I love the alliteration. It comes out June 30th, 2023. That's soon. So also when I Google this movie, just full disclosure, there's some great people in this, Matt Mickelson, Antonio Banderas, Boyd Holbrook, and listed in the cast, Shia Surprise himself really apparently he will be coming back in some form i don't know i can neither confirm nor deny his involvement but google suggests that he has he's going to be in this i don't know though when i go to imdb he's not listed so maybe it's like one of those things. google might just like be making it happen itself who knows anyways june 30th be on the lookout we're going to move into what are you up to wednesday it's the topic well the part of the show where we say what we have been up to and uh tactic why don't you kick us off today
2: I have been playing Pokemon Violet to the point where Nerd Bomber has said, holy cow, you're addicted.
1: I woke up at like, I don't know, 8 a.m. on Saturday. And like, you know, when you share a bed and it's like freezing because it's, well, not the middle of winter, but it's. Early days of winter, and you, you try to like get some warmth and scooch into the other person that's in your bed. And please don't talk
0: about cuddling on the, on the podcast Well,
1: so I kept like scooching myself backwards and then almost fell off the bed because he was already up playing Pokemon for a long time. Got
0: the 8 a.m. oil.
2: Yeah. I <laughs> pay hey, respect. Got all my badges. Making good progress. Got my uh, my dream team. Hey, to whoever is listening, I don't know who your favorite Pokemon is, but mine is Dragonite. And like, once I found out that I can have Dragonite on my team, I had to grind to get it, and it's my it's my it's my dude. So there was no stopping me, and I did it. It was my weekend goal, and it has been achieved. So in addition to that, good. I put up a couple more Christmas decorations, making the house all lively, and then. The last thing is, this is sort of a, giving it to you guys live, but we all figured out that Nerd Bomber's personality is akin to Eeyore. You're making that part of your... Oh yeah, this is like, this is like my new favorite thing. I just... It's groundbreaking stuff. It's, I have to, I had to share it with the listeners and it is just phenomenal. So
0: for the quiz, next time Nerd Bomber's hosting a quiz, she should do like a, like who said it, Eeyore or Nerd Bomber. (laughs) <laughs> and
2: then just like say some phrases. It would and we'd be, I guess, the hardest game ever. Yeah.
0: Well, hey, good, uh, good on you. Good to know. Nerd Bomber. What's been going on in the life of Eeyore?
1: All right. So I've continued to play a Plague Tale Requiem, which is better than what I would have told you last week. Last week, I was struggling with the fact that it felt like a lot of gore porn. Like there were literally areas where, and this is a testament to the graphics and just the ambiance of the game and sounds and everything like that. But like, there were parts of the beginning of the game, and this isn't really a spoiler. It's taking place during a plague, like this is not a shocker. But you're literally walking through like a river of dead bodies, and you're squelching through dead bodies, and it's just very like Squelch. heavy and oppressive. And I, I made mention of that last week, and how it was really kind of like not taking me out of the game, but like made me want to avoid playing it because it was just so heavy. But then it got to a certain point, and why I liked the first game so much was, you know, it the writers of A Plague Tale weave this very interesting supernatural story around a real historical time period. Like, the Bubonic Plague was a, obviously a real thing that happened, but they spin this new and interesting tale that's kind of like, you know, something that you wouldn't know unless you played this game. Obviously, it's all fictional. It's supernatural stuff. They kind of pick the thread back up where it's not so much just, here's a bunch of, like, death and bad imagery and punishment. And they started really digging back into you know the origin of I don't I don't want to spoil it for anybody but the origin of the bad thing that's happening and why the rats are there and you start learning a little bit more about the history and that supernatural story again and now I'm back into it and I'm pretty hooked because the storytelling and the characters are what really drew me into the first game in the first place and not necessarily the death and gore and the puzzles are just becoming a little bit more manageable as well like in the beginning of the game there's a focus on instead of doing stealth which is primarily what the first game is all steeped in is stealth and moving through tall grass and avoiding detection the beginning of the game kind of has you become like a little bit more bloodthirsty and like I don't know it just felt weird to me but now I'm getting back to a point where I can stealth my way through everything again. And I'm enjoying myself. And I'm almost at the end of the game. I think I'm like a couple chapters away from the end. And I think, you know, that midway point where the game kind of turns from, you know, just dark stuff and anger and badness to the amazing storytelling i think that's a really important inflection point if you're playing this game and you're about to give up like i think if you get to like chapter six or seven like there is hope ahead that you will get back to like what you liked from the first game so stick with it a little bit trust me on that that said i'm also reading the goldfinch and this is a book it won a pulitzer prize back in the movie too yeah i think it was like 2013 it won a polar surprise. I might be making that year up in my head, but I think it was like back in the 2010s era. I've had it for a while on my bookshelf because it's like a thick boy. It is almost a thousand pages. And I took it with me on our trip for Thanksgiving because I figured it was like a good car read. And... I really, really enjoyed it. It's a, I would give it like the main character goes through like a terrorist attack in the beginning. And then a lot of it's just following him through boyhood, grappling with like the PTSD, you know, like getting shipped around from home to home because his mother dies in the attack and stuff. And it's, I, a lot of people compare it to like Dickens. I, I don't know if I would give it that comparison, but it's almost like, a more tolerable holding Caulfield sort of deal. And then I'm, I'm like almost at the end of the book though and it's starting to like jump the shark a little bit and I'm very confused because it just totally kind of changed a little bit and it became very like action oriented where before it was a little bit more just like introspective and I'm a little confused. So I'm working through this last like 100 pages and it's it's
0: It won confusing. the Pulitzer in 2014, by the way.
1: Okay, so maybe it came out in 20 23- No, it would have had to come it, it out. It did. It okay.
0: did. It came out in 2013, yeah. So
1: I didn't make that up. That's good. But yeah, it's a uh, all of the reviews, so like one of the things I bought this book and then I use Goodreads. I think I talk about it a lot here. And some people love it and it's like this is the best book. It should have won the pulp pul- you called Pulitzer, it Pulitzer,
0: Pulitzer, yeah. whatever you want to call it. It won that I, award. I may have gotten it wrong.
1: It deserves that award. And then other people are like, I hate this book. I don't understand why it won any award. It's kind of like Holden Caulfield. Like, as a character, people either love him or hate him. I actually hate him. But this is so whiny. Yeah, so very whiney. polarizing. This
0: Pulitzerizing.
1: so like this is one of those books that i feel like you're either gonna love or hate and i really did enjoy it i'm just very confused about the how this book is concluding because it doesn't make sense so all
0: right interesting review yeah
1: yeah that's that's pretty much me if you want to get through like 900 pages of a thousand page book and then be confused at the end uh give it a whirl i heard the movie uh, was really bad too
0: yeah i heard that too on my end not a whole lot to update on did get the old christmas tree we have two trees in the house now one fake one real uh the real one's right in our front window and i hung some lights on the inside windows so they are visible on the outside that's that's my christmas light effort level and hack uh, for the year and we recently invested in a family of reindeer not Ooh. like a real like like they're not real reindeer they it's like it's like the lit ones that are outside on the lawn so you should
1: just get a real family of reindeer mm-hmm. put them out on the lawn be like neighbors probably would here be you, here you go. C-
0: considerably more expensive and also big lots did not sell real reindeer they did, however, sell these reindeer, which are fake and lit up. Getting excited for the holiday season, finishing up some shopping and still kind of working my way through Assassin's Creed 2, which is part of the Ezio collection on the Switch. It's great. Look, it, it, it's one of those experiences of which I've had a fair few where the main quest line is not where I'm spending my time i'm spending my like they give you a town and they're like if you make the town really good you'll make a lot of money and you can buy all the cool things and i'm like i'm just gonna do that so i'm spending a lot of time on that and uh it's very soothing the free running i will say like it's very fun there are certain challenges that you do in the game where you have to like raid tombs of former assassins and they set up these little challenges for you where you need to like either climb to a really there was one point where i was playing this game and my palms were sweaty because of how high up i was please be lights Uh, this is a mob spaghetti situation. There was another point where, like, you have to, like, do these free-running challenges in a certain amount of time, and the camera angles can really mess with you because they set the camera for you, which is not what they do otherwise. So there have been some challenging bits that I feel like have not aged the greatest, but altogether, it's been a very positive experience that I'll be continuing with. I suspect when I finish Assassin's Creed 2, I probably will not jump right into Brotherhood. I will probably take a little break before jumping into the next one, but that's... To play uh, God of War? That's where I'm at right now. Uh, Probably a Christmas... I happen to know for a fact that uh, Returnal is going to be under the tree. So that's a possible candidate. More to come on that. In the meantime, Nerd Bomber, you are the quiz lady for today. What do you have for us?
1: We have. It's a wonderful... Trivia. It's trivia about "It's a Wonderful Life." If you didn't catch the trend. oh,
0: te- tactic is toast. I, I just want to. I I've never been more confident. But go, go ahead.
1: All right. So this is Price is Right style trivia, as per usual, where it's all numerical based answers, and whoever gets closest to the answer without busting or going over gets the point. And I have five total questions plus a tiebreaker if needed. And you know we will have tactic go first to give legal a little bit of a break here.
0: The records update on the records. Nerbommer thirteen and ten. Tactic thirteen and eleven. I'm a res- at a respectable 10 and 18, Stephen, two
1: and two. All right. So first question. So Ellen Corby played one of the characters who withdrew money from the building and loan during the bank run scene. How much did she ask for?
2: $23.
0: That's too high. I'm fairly certain. You know what? I'm going to look. I have I have nothing to lose here. It's 10, I'm 10 and 18. I'm almost positive. I'm going to try and shoot for the exact answer. I'm almost positive it's $17 and 50 cents.
1: Illegal gets the exact answer. So fun fact about this. I've
0: seen this movie a lot of times, guys. (laughs) A lot of times.
1: So the original script actually had this as just $17. And this was something that Ellen Corby kind of improvised, throwing the 50 cents on there because she thought it would be funny. And Jimmy Stewart was so caught by surprise that he kissed her. And that was total improv. That wasn't in the script, but they left it in the film because it was so cool. Well, I don't know if cool is the right word, but like it worked.
0: Memorable. Yes. Yeah.
1: So everybody knows our favorite angel in the movie, Clarence. How long is Clarence actually shown on screen and in his human form, so not his star form, during the film in minutes?
2: Mm-hmm. 13 minutes. That's a bust. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go one minute.
1: Illegal gets this one. He's actually in the movie for fifteen minutes, although his voice is heard started in the opening scenes. He actually doesn't appear in person until the back half hour and only has fifteen minutes of screen time.
0: Seen this movie?
2: a lot of times <laughs> see but the thing is, that's not a this, dig this against my... me I've seen it a lot of times no it's not too. but like it's your guess was really good Yeah, I own the
0: novelization of the script of this movie I'm just saying more things that make it so I should win and I'm gonna lose
2: but I'm just look that's, that's where we are
1: alright so this is the third question we'll see if Illegal gets three right off the bat to lock in a win here to
2: break out the broomsticks
1: in what year was Clarence Oddbody born
2: uh, he knows this and I hate that he knows this
1: but Tactic you're up first
2: I'm gonna say 1200.
0: That's a strong guess. That's re- that's a really good guess. I know it's in the hundreds, but I don't know. He says how old he is at the bar, but I don't remember how old he is. I'm gonna I'm gonna do some gamesmanship and say
2: 1201.
1: Illegal takes it home, though we will go through the two other questions just for funsies. Didn't even need to do that. Clarence was born in 1653. All right, so this, wow, is, an- this is weird. <laughs> this is another good one. The he character wins, wins. Sam Wainwright. Had the signature catchphrase, hee haw. Hee haw. How many times is that said throughout the movie?
2: By him or by everybody? By everybody. By everybody. Um,
0: I need to do some counting here.
1: You have it memorized down to like the fact that you can count these. He's got the book I'm not I'm
0: I'm not gonna get it exact because there's a lot of well, I'll
2: explain later. There's groups of people. Yes, exactly. Dude, you you've won. You don't need to be this competitive. You can discuss your philosophy. <laughs>
0: shush, shush. I'm gonna say six seven tactic yeah, gets
1: this one because he won up to it was actually said 13 times throughout the Game movie like i said not always by him
0: well short I'm, I'm embarrassed
1: all right so we have one more question uncle billy loses eight thousand dollars which sets the movie kind of in motion all of the major events how much would that be worth today
2: two hundred thousand dollars
0: oh it's more than that <sighs> boy buco bucks i mean this movie was made in the 40s i'm gonna say five hundred thousand
1: so I actually went on inflation calculator, and $8,000 in 1945 is actually worth $132,449.78. So you both actually busted on that one. We
2: calculated hey, guys. this last time we watched it, and I remember it being near 200000 Inflation...
0: Isn't that bad? That's the, ta- that's the takeaway from the episode today. Inflation's fine. We're okay.
1: It's all fine.
0: I had a rough finish there, but look, I took it home in the first three questions, and I'm, I'm going to take that all the way to the bank. I moved to 11 and 18, closer to a vaguely respectable number on the end of the season, and uh, Tectic to 13 and 12. Tectic, you're going to need to win out, really, to, to tie things up here. In fact, I'm not even sure it's possible, but either way, uh, I'm going to lose. That's clear. Norbom are looking very good for a win. We'll find out over the course of the next two, three? How many episodes
2: are there before the end of the year?
1: There's three left.
0: Anyways, clock's ticking, Tactics. So with that in mind, why don't you take us out with a tech tip?
2: Calculators should be called mathematics.
0: Have a great week, everybody.